Are we live? All right, so we're, we're here doing another one of our podcasts, just trying to catch up on the week and what's going on. And um, German's department seems to have been the most active, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and kind of slide it towards him because, uh, um, you know, it, it, it's getting pretty entertaining yeah. over there at the moment. Yeah, uh, nobody told me we were going to talk about this this right here um so my department is um probably the best department at uh at afi i think everybody is supposed to say that right about their department <laughs> well i think i think i think most people would say that about your department except for i don't know a, a couple late you know i think that <laughs> <laughs> so so what happens is uh we run media um so well before we get into that let's talk about Let's talk about how hard it is to be a manager sometimes. I, I, I was about to say, let me, let me yeah, since yeah, I kind of yeah. just threw you under the yeah. bus, let me, let me back it out. <laughs> so we have great employees. Yeah, we uh, do. The employees within the company, um, you know, they, they made it through our screening process. They're working with us. Um, believe me, uh, hands down, some of the best crews that we, we have worked with basically since the beginning of the company. Thank right? you. Thank you. <laughs> so with that being said, we have managers and managers have to make sure that the employees are doing what's required. And, you know, some days people have off days and sometimes people have off weeks and, and the manager's jobs are to kind of corral those employees back into their box and say, well, this is what I need done. And this project is due and so on. And every employee <laughs> needs, needs to learn differently. Right. So, you know, it's just like, like, you know, your children, you know, hey, I need you to do this. Hey, I need you to do that. Some people learn differently. Some people need different approaches. And when you're a manager, you have to kind of find what works best with each employee, right? right? And I mean, I've got, I've got 36. So, I mean, every one of them I have a different conversation with. And, and some people are visual. Some people are written. Some people like an email. Um, some people I can almost just do body language and like, bam, they take care of it. So everybody's a little <laughs> right, different, right? right. right? Now, in, in German situation with media, um, we've been working on multiple projects, right. and it, it's just one of those complex situations where, uh, you know, he has 14 deadlines that are due this week, and then next week we're already planning out, you know, what's going next, and we might be changing branding or colors or, you know, all kinds of different things. And then, you know, each social media platform has so many different things going on. Right. And it's German's job to stay on top of that. So he has to, of course, source that out to the employees and say, hey, I need you in charge of this post and this picture and this graphic and this animation. And easier if, said than done, for if, sure. If that doesn't <laughs> happen, Josh, right, just yeah. goes, hey, German, why didn't that happen? And German can't be like, oh, uh, I asked uh, Bob to do it, and he didn't do it, so, you know, we're just not doing that. <laughs> it's on German to figure that out, right? So, so uh, I wish that it was that said, easy. <laughs> uh, I gave him an intro on how the week went, right. and, uh, you know, he can kind of explain, hey, yeah. this, is, this is reality. You know? So, so um, I think everybody has a, um, a vision of what they want their department to be. Right. Oh, so, I completely agree with that. Yeah. So um, I had a vision. I had a conversation with Josh a year and a half ago, maybe, when I first started here. I was a compounder lab count. That's about right. Yeah, lab compounder. And um, I guess he saw more in me than I saw in myself at the time because I was just coming in here. I just wanted to be the best lab tech there was, um, which I was. Um, if anybody wants to challenge me, just give me a week. And <laughs> he is currently holding the record. Yeah. We have a couple that are getting close. Yeah. But at the moment, yeah. he's holding it. Yeah. So, um, 
That's all I wanted to be. I just wanted to be the best wherever I'm at at the time. That's just that's always been my mindset. Not that I have a winner's mindset. Not that I feel like I am the best. But if I tell myself that, I believe myself, and then it makes me want to do a good job wherever I'm at. It could be whatever it is. Like I cut the grass here at AFI too. So when I'm cutting the grass, I'm like I'm gonna make my lines the straightest I can make them because a person. The person last time was kind of crickets. I'm gonna make mine straight. Like, I just, that's just my mindset and things. So sometimes I put too much pressure on my department because I want them to be how I would want them to be, AKA like me. But obviously, I'm learning that doesn't happen. Okay, so with that right. being said. You have expectations. Right. You want your stuff to be done at a right. certain level. Right. And and to step back to that uh, German cutting the grass, I want y'all to think German's like the only one cutting the grass. I cut the grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My kids cut the grass. <laughs> right. 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 Whoever does something bad in production, they cut the grass. Right. So it's, yeah. it's a family-oriented yeah. uh, cut the grass. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's consequences. Things happen. Yeah, and like and like I said, it's bit. Well, I use that example because I cut the, I mean, I clean the bathroom too, but even when I clean the bathroom, I'm wanting to be, the best it's ever been. It's just that's just my mindset and anything that I do. Now I'm not saying it's gonna be the best ever. It's just the best that I can do at that specific time with the specific tools that I have. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, I was about just, to say out yeah. of window. You yeah, always can yeah. get better. It yeah, can of course, be of course. But yeah, yeah, of course. So what happens is, is um, we had a conversation a year and a half ago, and he was like, "Hey, so like, what's up?" I'm like, well, "What's up, man? Like, what the heck? Why is this boss trying to talk to me? Have a conversation? Like, this is before I knew Josh. Josh, like, how?" We know, because this was, he was traveling more then, and um, you was only coming like every other week, I think, for a couple of days or whatever. I think that was like for three months. Well, my first 90 days, I oh, didn't yeah. see you that much, yeah. Yeah, you so, came in the first year, and in that year, I did yeah. a lot of traveling. You're yeah. Trade shows, presentations, right. just right. all kind of stuff, yep. Right, so, hence why Sean hired me. Sean hired me, Josh didn't hire me. Um, but even then, when I had a conversation with Josh, I just told him things that I'm interested in, and I'm interested in a lot of things. Randomly, he saw me. I mean, he saw me cleaning something in the warehouse. I had my headphones on. He asked me what I was listening to, unbeknownst to me, because I didn't know him at the time. I told him I was listening to um, a certain podcast, and it just it just so happened that he listened to that one too. But I didn't know he did. So he kind of looked at me, and he was kind of weird. He was like, mm, "Okay." He didn't say nothing to me. One of the things that yeah. that that intrigues me is, you know, a lot of guys out in production, a lot of the lab techs, they just listen to music. So they got their, their AirPods in, and they're just listening to their tunes, and they kind of fade out. But we also have maybe 10% of the crew that nonstop listen to podcasts. So PhD, that's important to me because they're actually trying to learn something while they're on the clock. So they're doing a good job, and they're trying to, to bring themselves to the next level. Right. So um, in this one, it was like a CEO podcast and, you know, there's some marketing podcasts and stuff that, like, uh, that we listen to. And when he told me that, I was like, OK, so he's already shown that he has good work ethic. He's stepping to the next level. He's doing some of the highest productivity and he's doing podcasts. So he's trying to figure stuff out. And he knew social media. He was he was kind of into that side. And I had been going to all these trade shows trying to figure out what I wanted to do for media. And I knew that was our next department that we were going to make. And Which I didn't know. Front for that. Yeah, I didn't well, know that was going to happen. Right. He came in uh, just, I, I want to do the best that I can do. I'm going to yeah. get a job, get a paycheck. And it led into we yeah. can do more with you. Right. Right. So as soon as I seen that, that he told me that we were going to make this department, 
and he was like, this was, this is my plans. And he brought me into his office. His office was like super small, AKA it used to be the, um, the library. And he just like, I was well, about to say, yeah. my office is moved, so yeah. it could have been yeah. the bathroom at yeah. that point. At yeah. one point, I didn't even have an office. <laughs> right. I just gave it up because I was like, ah, I'm never there anyway. Yeah, exactly. So he just put me in the corner of this library. He starts telling me, like, all these ideas he has, but he pu- he pulls out, like, a, like a, like a blueprint of, like, like he wrote it down. He had drawings. He he pulled up on the um, whiteboard. He started drawing. He started telling me everything he wanted to do, and I'm like, oh, man, this man knows what he's talking about. He just doesn't know how he's going to get there, mm-hmm. but he knows what he's talking about. So... I tell him I, I dabbled in media, um, I do music, and he looked at my personal social media pages, he liked what he saw, we started talking, we were like, alright, cool, he was like, you think you can come up with a team, you think you can take, he's like, I don't have time for this, so I haven't done it, I've been wanting to do it for like two, three years, I don't have the time, can you figure it out? Fact. And I was like, yeah, of course, like, man, this me, like, I, I can do this in my sleep. So I gather up some of my people. So one being my brother, one being a childhood friend, and another being a friend that I've had for like seven, eight years. And I hit them all up. I tell them the vision. I tell them what we had to do, what was required, what it was about to happen. And I just showed them the bigger picture because the bigger picture was set to me. I just believed the picture and I saw it. Some people are going to see it, some people are not. And granted, they came on board because of who I am, because they had a relationship with me. They wanted to have my bag. I don't think their heart was in it from the get-go. They wanted, they more so had um, faith in me, or they just liked being around me. Whatever the case may be, they were just my partners. So they came, and we started a media team. Right. And, um, and um, in the beginning, it was trying to figure it out. We were, let's just figure it out, because I didn't know nothing about the fragrance industry. All I knew was that I was really good at putting these raw materials together, and it was going to come out smelling amazing because I was following the recipe. So you right. can't really mess up. So, so you, you brought some uh, people with background, uh, family, friends, and you started this media department. Right. And with you being the manager over those. Um, Which I didn't want to be a manager. I didn't want them to call me manager. I was just like, look, I'm just in charge of this department. Because I, I didn't want people to feel. But that's before I knew how really how important that title really is. Like, you right. need to manage. I didn't know that I was going to have to manage, like, right. your time, your time, your and time. I, I think boom, that, boom, you know, a lot of people, when they're, when they're the employee, they go, oh, yeah, you know, the, the one who's the manager is just the person who's just taking the lead, and he just gets paid more, but he doesn't really <laughs> do much more than me. You know, he's just a title. <laughs> That's right? not the case. <laughs> and at first, when you become a manager, it's, you know, you're, you're green to it, right, greenhorn. And you start realizing, wait a minute, there actually is quotas, and they're expecting uh, productivity and a certain return, and this is a real job. Like, this is why I'm actually paid a little bit more than the other people is because they have expectations, right? right? So when was kind of like the first wake-up that you were like, okay, they're they're not hitting the targets that I'm expecting, and now I'm going to have to sit down and have a conversation with them and be that guy. Like, was that within the first week? Was that the first month? So I saw signs early, but okay. But I was blind to the fact because, one, they're my partners. I want them to win. Yep. And, two, I just felt like, let me pick up their slack so it doesn't look like they weren't. Okay. So you were the manager trying to lead by example. Right. And you basically were trying to do their job, trying yeah. to keep their job. Yeah. How'd that work out? Yeah, yeah, it didn't. Um, so, <laughs> so it didn't work out for long. Is um, 
Here's the other thing. So I've done that exact same thing. So you lead by example, right? So if I'm toting the line, everybody else is toting the line. So what you end up doing is you tote the line until you basically have no energy to tote the line you anymore. Cannot. And when you look back, there's no one standing there. Yeah. And then the manager is staring at you going, why is the line being toted? Right. And then you kind of start going, okay, I got to start asking more of my people. Yeah. Here's where the weaknesses is. <clears throat> Here's my problem, and so on. And, yeah. and German, you know, had to go through this. Yeah, that's what. And then, but the only thing that hindsight, I would have did a lot sooner. But I just had, I had faith in them because they had so much faith in me. But at the time, I think that was leverage on their side. Like, oh, you're you're like our big bro. You're not gonna, you know what I mean? So for a long time, it did work. I was managing and doing a lot of their job. Granted, I wasn't doing all their job. Like, no, nah, like they were working, they were doing their thing. I just, I just think their heart and their mind was elsewhere. I had, I had a, a, a prior boss tell me. He says all of your employees have knives and they're all trying to stab you in the back. Damn. Right. And I said, <laughs> why, why would you think that? Yeah, I go, still. all those people are good people, and none of them would stab you in the back. He goes, no, 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 it's not a bad thing. He's like, they're all trying to take my job, so I have to expect it. So visually, I have to think they're all trying to stab me in the back. And I said, but that, that's still a negative. Like, your yeah. people shouldn't be stabbing you in the back. He goes, no, it means I should be doing the best job that I can be, that when I tell people I'm going to do something, I do it. And if I'm not, their expectation should be, hey, this guy lied to me. He did the wrong thing. Right. He should stab me in the back. Right? Mm, okay, that makes a little more sense. And I said... Oh, he goes, you have to realize you should be better than everybody else in the room until that one day that that guy steps up and you go, wow, he's better than me. And then at that point, you should have been doing such a good job that now you're looking at stepping up to the next manager's job or the next mm. department. And then that guy would take your job. That's how you have to look at it. Right. right? So if you have a group of employees that aren't doing that, that you're having to just ride your employee just for them to do the bare minimum right that's the wrong group yeah they should be bringing stuff to you going hey i know we've been doing this for years but if we did it this way it would be so much better and so more efficient and and you let them try it out i yeah. mean what's the worst it fails okay it costs you a couple of coins and then you move on at least that employee knows hey he had my back he let me try something new now the other side of that coin is you can't swim upriver. I try. So you keep trying to <laughs> swim upriver, and all of your employees are going the opposite direction, yeah. right? So you can only fight it so long, and then you have to say, okay, this is what I need you guys to do. This is the direction that we need to go, and it needs to work out. Now, in your position with media, um, each one kind of had their own flaw, and you kind of could see it, and it just kept getting – a bigger and bigger hole. That's what it was. Right. I saw it from the beginning. So we had one, we're trying to market the company as what it is, a family-based kind of country, good old boy company, because that's me. And that's what the company's based on. And one of the people in media was trying to go ultra high end. And I mean, like, like the Ritz Carlton, uh, uh, just total, total Which clean, white, Perfect. Yeah, like which in their defense though, I got it. They were like, if we portray to be bigger than what we are, we'll get bigger contracts, we'll get bigger this, but we would have to bring that person down to reality. We don't want the big dogs. We don't want the, correct. We so, just want to stay. We just want to 
to me, it may seem because... I would rather dumb us down and make us look like some good old boys out of uh, a garage because... Well, that's how you started. That's where we started, <laughs> and that's kind of the companies right. that we, we like to cater to. Right. Do we do all the big accounts? Yes. Can yeah. we handle that? Absolutely. But on the marketing side, you just want to be more friendly. Like, I want to do business with friendly people. To me, right? it makes sense because I don't even want to call it marketing because it's just turning the camera on and showing what it already is. Right. So to me, I don't want to make it seem like we have these huge marketing meetings because it's not. It's just like, hey, did Correct. you get a picture of the load coming in from the truck? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Right. You going to post it? Yeah. All right, cool. So looking at it, you know, on the marketing side, we, we have the capacity to do big customers and big accounts and large batches. But that's not really where we were set up. I mean, we come from the mom and pops out of the garages, and that's the stuff that we're really trying to, to put ourselves as. Because so, that's what we are, though. That's why well, it's correct. easy. It's easy because you're just putting, here's what you guys do on a daily basis. But that person had came from a bigger company with bigger budgets, with bigger clientele, and they were just showing what they did over there. But granted, we told the person for a year, that's not what... Correct. We are. That's not what we. That's not even what we want to get to. And the person would always be like, "Well, five years from now." And yeah, I mean, this it was is a good. Where you want yeah, to I mean, I this mean, is, and it's a good yeah. idea if that's what you wanted. Like, if you wanted to turn this ten mil to two billion, okay, right. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're like, yo, my cap is like a couple more million. We good. Like, we don't need to take yeah. over the world. And, so and, to me, it made sense. It's just easy. Just turn the camera on. Just show what we already are. Right. But the person was trying to make us, you know what I mean, bougie. I mean, to me, yeah. And that was probably the best. We literally were sitting there watching one of the, the video feeds. And this thing looked like a high-end perfume guy riding on a motorcycle with like, just, <laughs> I was just like, what are we supposed to do with this? And man, they were so proud of it. They were so proud of it. And I was just looking at it. I mean, it was good footage. It It was was good good content. For any company other than ours. Right. right? And it was just like, (laughs) and of course, you know, then I had to have a sidebar with German and be like, okay, you guys worked on this project. This isn't usable. So now you're you're past your deadline and I need you to come up with something, right? By next week. (laughs) So right, and that's what happens, right? But I think the biggest thing with the managers is an employee is being reprimanded. You just have to be very honest on what the problem is, right? So let's just say I'm sitting down with an employee. I'm a manager. And the employee is having a problem with attendance. Uh, you know, his productivity might be off, whatever. I'm literally going to sit down and say, this is the problems that I'm having. I need you to fill this void. So I hired you to do this job. If I fire you, I got to hire somebody else to do the exact same job that I'm asking you to do. Right. Is there any reason why you can't do your job? Right. And then I used to have a baseball and this baseball had all these signatures on it. And this literally was covered with, you know, probably 150 names of just people from the industry that had either quit or got fired, um, laid off, whatever. Right. Throughout time. Throughout time. This, oh. is, this is like a 10-year like a oh. window. Right? Oh, I was like, damn, we had that many employees? So I'd, I'd say from past employees. Let's put that past companies. So I'd set the ball down. I'd set it on my desk, and I'd go, look, you see this ball is full of signatures. Do you want to sign my ball? And they'd be like, no, I definitely want to work with the company. I want to stay with you long term. And I'd be like, so do I. I don't want to have to hire somebody. I don't want to have to go through interviewing. I don't want to go through the whole scenario. I need you to work out. 
So right now, what can we do to make sure this happens? And they would usually say, I'm good. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Everything's going to be great. Literally, the second time I had to sit down with them, I'd be like, okay. Sign my ball. <laughs> we went through all this. Here's my ball. I don't want you to sign this ball. But the third time you're in my office, it's over. So what did I miss in that first conversation that we need to go over now to make sure that doesn't happen? And it kind of makes sense because there's a baseball, there's a ball, three strikes, you're out. That's it, right? Okay. So so literally they would say, oh, well, it's this piece of equipment or it's this employee's messing me up or this whatever excuse it was, right? We would go over it and we would make sure that's taken care of. That will not be an excuse next time. And then at the end of the conversation, I would say, look, the next time we sit in here, it's going to be very quick. You're going to sign my ball. We're going to shake hands and that's it. Are we good? And they'd be like, yeah. And then literally by the time I had to fire him on that third strike, they already knew what they came was. in and apologized to me. They were like, look, you know, I know I told you I'd do better. I told you I wouldn't miss days. I told you I wouldn't do this. And I just couldn't do it. We'd shake hands. They'd sign the ball off. They'd go. So I was say, like, even, <laughs> even after, after they just got fired, they still signed your ball? Yeah. Well, I guess because you were nice about it. You weren't I mean, like, I, hey. I, I gave people rights. Home right. after I fired them, I'd still meet them out in public, and we'd have good conversations. I'd still keep up with them. I mean, it wasn't like Personal. I just – pulled him off to the side, was like, hey, I'm going to destroy your life. I'm firing you today. It was, I need you to make this work. Right. I need an employee. You need yeah. a job. Let's figure this out. Well, that's one right. thing that I did like about what the situation. Well, fast forward to everything that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to start letting go of my department one by one. That's just what it was like. Okay, so just, you had, how I, many people did you have in your department? At the most we've ever had, I had, mm, I had six. Okay. One was transitioning out, so I would say five. But at one time in yep. in the in the media department, we had six people. Okay. So, so now we've grown, and now we're projected to do eight to ten million this year. And now, how many people do we have in media? We have well, if you count me, myself, and I. Yep. We have four. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you just count, but if you just count. So wait, 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 wait. You're telling me you went from six employees to yourself. <laughs> And Adam. Oh, so you, okay, so you have one employee. So you have two people in me. Two people, yeah. Okay. Two people. So, two so people. you have to look at that and go, okay, so this department had six employees, and now I'm down to two employees. Right. What failed? I mean, as a manager, right, you have to look back and go, what was good, what was, what was bad, right. and, and kind of try to replay it. One of the people that I worked with, uh, I think his name <laughs> was Udo, he goes, never rehire an employee. I said, I said, well, you never know. You know, people go through situations. You go through a divorce, uh, you know, uh, health issues, you know, whatever. You know, I would, I would rehire some of my employees that I've let go over the years. And he goes, no, nah, never do it. They always, you have. They always go back. And I have. Yeah. And it, it, even here uh, at, at uh, AFI, I've brought back some employees. Um, but it, it's just not a good habit. Usually if, if that person fell apart, chances are they're going to fall apart again. But in certain situations, um, I mean, let's just say you went through a divorce, you had a health issue, uh, something happened with a, a spouse or a relocation or something. I brought employees back and I haven't regretted any of those. But as a rule of thumb, if someone screws up and they fell apart to the point that you had to fire them and you had the three strike rule, 
chances are it's going to happen again. So that's how a lot of people say we have a no rehire policy. And, and for the most part, I kind of agree with it. Right. But with me, every rule has an expectation. But hold on. But out of all the people you rehire. exception. Let me are, put that right. Are yeah. they still here? Well, I think yeah. you only did it once or twice, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the people that, that I had let go um, or, or fired, uh, let go makes it sound like you laid them off. They weren't right. laid off. They were fired. Um, <laughs> I brought back. Um, and, and it's been fine. But now, right. granted, so you take, okay, let's say 40 employees that you fired and you brought back two. Well, I mean, well, there, there is one. Uh, one guy I rehired, and um, shortly after he came back, within a month or two, he actually quit. Um, oh just because he felt uh, he wasn't doing a good enough job to his standard, so he bowed out. Yeah, and I, I respect that. Yeah, I, I, I was just about to say, that wasn't like uh, you weren't happy with his job. He wasn't happy yeah. with his job. Correct. I mean, with And it, it his, was an older guy who yeah. was close to retirement, right. and he basically right. said, you know, this is a lot on me. I, I really feel that, that you guys are almost giving me charity, and I don't want that. And that, that was not the case, uh, but that's how his mind It kind of was, though. It well, kind of was. He was a good guy. He'd yeah. been with the company since the beginning. No, nah, um, I was charity for a little bit. Don't play. To, 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 <laughs> hey, doing the right things, doing the right thing. <laughs> I, I had to look at it that way. But, um, uh, but yeah. managers, I mean, it, it, it's tough sometimes. Yeah. So, so you had six people. Right. And one of those was a family member. Right, so you're telling me you had to fire a family member. Yeah, my brother. Man, that's pretty yeah. hard there. It was. It was weird. So... So but people have to realize there's personal and business, and yeah. we say meet the family and the family at work, but there still is an expectation of work that has to be completed, and if not, no matter if it's family, friends, uh, spouse, you know, I mean, it's yeah. just how it rolls, you know? My spouse works here too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she does a great job. She does <laughs> right. a great job. Uh, but I mean, it's just those realities. Yeah. So a lot of people, when they're managers, they're like, oh, you know, I really hate to get rid of Bob, right? Bob's not your brother, right? German had to actually go through the scenario of canning his brother. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to have that conversation and I don't want to have to reprimand him and uh, I don't like having to do write-ups and I don't like having to have the conversation. That was my problem, too. I never did write-ups. Like, I know you would tell me to, and I never did it because I'm like, I would just verbally say it. But As long as you're coming from the right place. Right. I'm trying to save your job. Right. Right? Right. You can't get upset. Now, if you're a crappy manager and you're you're not giving people a clear direction and a clear goal yeah, and things are falling apart, that's different. Right. But if you're very, this is what I need you to do. And you should be able to do it. Don't give them unrealistic expectations. Right. I need you to run a mile in two minutes, right? No, I need you to run a mile in 12 minutes because, you know, eight's the limit, but I'm going to put some sludge in there. So we're going to give you a little fudge factor. That's being fair. Yeah. And as long as you're fair, people understand that. Right. And they'll work with you. But being a manager is difficult. Yeah, it you is. Know? I think I was too fair. That was my problem. I was too fair. A lot of people, after being years of managers, they're asked, would you still want to be a manager or would you rather go back to being an employee? If the pay right? was right back to the employee. <laughs> and, and the difference of that is when you walk into a room, do you actually want to be the one who's dictating the room and telling people what to do? Or do you just want to follow them like cattle? And that's, that's usually what separates. Most people don't want to be cattle. Yeah, 
But then all of a sudden, once they're in charge, then they're going, man, I miss being cattle. Right. right. But that's all a mindset thing. You yeah. have to figure out what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't I don't mind the manager part. I like I like I work good under pressure. I like pressure. Um because pressure makes diamonds and I'll be shining. Woo! <laughs> 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 nah, but um my thing is not everybody's gonna think like me or you or Adam or you know, Ron Shamil, Jackie, like nobody not everybody's gonna think like, you know. How I think is normal, but it's not normal. Some people are just like, let me come in here, do the best that I can here, and then when yep. I leave here, I still have my life, which I do too. I have my life, and I have my the dreams biggest, too. The biggest thing with German is that he's still learning. Yeah, yeah. Is you have to look at it from everybody's point of view. That's so hard for me. So, That's so if hard. someone doesn't <laughs> so come hard. into work, what happened to make them not come into work? And German's like, well... They're lazy, and they decided not to come in today. Right. And I'm like, German, you still have to talk with them and find out what happened in their day for them not to show up. People want to be productive. People want to become something. What is going on in their personal life that's making them fall apart? And can you just do something simple to make it not be, okay, let's just say uh, their kid's getting on the bus, or they, you know, they have to be at a certain place at a certain time to pick grandma up or whatever. Okay, so I need you guys to be a little lenient and give me an extra 30 minutes uh, to come in, but I won't be late. I'll hit that 30-minute mark because I'm doing X. Does that really affect us? Not really, and it works. And the employee's happy because we're bending a little bit, right? But you do that for certain situations, not every. You know, oh, I just want to slack off and I don't want to do something. Well, that's not a, a valid excuse. That's, that's not an issue. I mean, that's where you have to look at that stuff. Yeah, and 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 I have a hard time putting myself in somebody's shoes because um, I don't bring my personal issues to work, anyways. So we all don't nobody have a perfect life. So I still make it happen here. So if I can make it happen, I think everybody else can make it happen. Granted, it's not how it works. I know I get it. Right. Now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I do think because they were people I knew, I went a little harder on them. I put more pressure on them, but because I just want them to succeed. I want them to take. Here's the thing. I knew none of them were lifers. I knew that. I yeah. knew my brother wasn't a lifer. I knew my partner. Well, because they had different yeah. ambitions and yeah. different goals. Which is fine, which is perfect. Into. They came here. They helped us out. They made us to where we are. I appreciate them. Thank y'all. Y'all got us to where we are now. It's just, you know what I'm saying? I, just, I can take it from here. I don't need... I don't need to be doing this and dragging them at the same time. That's just not what I wanted to do. Granted, my vision was for right. all of us you to be. all had to be focused yeah. going in the same path. Exactly. If not, it's friction. Exactly, it yeah. So that's what it was. So, yeah, firing my brother was awkward. Um, but I keep it real. I don't, hide, I don't, you know what I mean, throw little jabs. I just say what it is because that's how I want people to tell me because I can't read around the bush. Like, just tell me what it is. So I just tell them, hey, look. You're doing X. I needed X. You've been doing X for X amount of time, mm -hmm. and it's just not going to work out. So I'm going to give you X amount of time to find another job. Right. And, and I mean, that's the other thing, too. Just because things don't work out, you know, it doesn't mean you go to them and you say, hey, look, uh, I can't stand you. Get out of my office. You're can't. Nah. Oh. Hey, I can tell you're not happy. Right. You don't want to be here. That's what it was. Why don't you start finding another job? Mm -hmm. And then within a couple of weeks, if something lines up, I'll yeah. get somebody else in here. Right. Right? I mean, it, it, it's beneficial to both people, and I think a lot of people miss that. 
And the other thing is, you know, a lot of people turn in a notice and they can them like that day. They're like, well, you know, you're unhappy. You don't need to be here. You're gone, right? We've had several situations. We didn't do that. Okay, you're unhappy. You're looking for something else. Take a month, take two months, keep doing your job. As long as you keep your productivity the same, everything's good and we'll go from there. Remember you gave um, old girl on the front, you gave her like, she gave you like a two-month notice like, hey, in like two, three months, I'm going to leave. You're like, okay, cool. Thanks for the heads up. And yeah. she put her notice in and she that's worked. That's exactly what we did. Yeah, and she, she was worked. great. She worked until we had someone else in. Yeah. They were trained. They were completely happy. She went off to the career that she loved, and she's still there, and it yeah. was great. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a divorce, uh, you know, in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, break. of course. It, it, that, it doesn't have to be that. That way. was the easy part about hiring my peoples because they knew it wasn't, you know, personal at all. It was right. a bit, but they knew too once I brought it to their attention because it wasn't like a one time thing. It's conversation throughout time. Right. And I mean, it just got to the point where like, hey, look, I don't want to do this for you anymore because I'm working longer hours. I'm working more. Like, mm-hmm. I'm tired. I got three kids. Like, like, like. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it got to the point. One of them put his um put the notice in before um I told him what it was, but he knew it was coming. Um. But well, I kind of gave I mean, up. People can tell that, too. Yeah, They're like, yeah. wow, you know, every time I turn something in, he doesn't like it. Yeah. He's pissed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I keep missing my deadlines. Right. I know I'm going to get fired. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, so that person did it the, the smart way. Like, right. they came, they put it in. And I was like, all right, cool. And I remember his exact, it was literally a 30-second conversation. And he was like, so you're not mad? I'm like, bro, like, I'm happy. Like, I'm right. glad this is the decision you're taking because then it's like, I can find someone that does want to do it. Right. And that's just what it was. And it was a ripple effect since we all knew each other. As soon as I let go of one, the other two were like, dang, the dynamics not the same. And this person left. And she's like, well, the person like, uh, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. I was like, all right, cool. So then it was a, it's a clean slate. But what I will say, what I will say is then we, and then we hired somebody else. And that person on paper looked amazing. Yep. On paper was like, oh, and that yeah. happens a lot. Yeah, like you interview them, yeah. the resume looks yeah. good. They come in, that was, and yeah. it just doesn't work out. Does not, and which was weird. I almost feel like I got catfished on that one. Yeah. I just feel like I hired the person that wasn't on the paper. Like, come on, bro, you lied to me. But even that I one, that, yeah, that one I took a little more like light because it wasn't somebody I knew. They didn't right. know me. They knew it was strictly. But see, the same thing with them. I mean, you know, had several conversations. Yeah, this is what we need. Here's what should work out. And it just didn't, it just didn't, didn't work. It didn't work out. But again, it's just some people from the outside looking in, they're like, oh, yeah. Well, like you were saying, oh, you're a manager. You got the easy job. Bruh. <laughs> like. It all falls yeah, on me. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Everything. And it was like, I mean, and you could tell. And like, this is, this is not rehearsed. This is not something we already talked about. I never once said it wasn't my fault, anything that came out of media or my department, because it is. Because I green-checked everything that comes out. And the manager has to fall on the sword. So whatever happens in their department, it's definitely their fault. You can't tell me it's one of the employees. You can't tell me something didn't line up. Oh, the IT guy didn't do this. Exactly. If your department is responsible for it, that's for you to figure out, right? right? And that's why you're a manager. Mm -hmm. The problem with that goes... You can't fall on the sword a hundred times. Yeah, then right? you die. You stabbed up. <laughs> That's exactly it. So it's good to fall on the sword, but if you fall on the sword daily, yeah. you're going, okay, yeah, I'm getting we, stabbed got, we got to change something. Something ain't lining up. And, and we yeah, did. We changed yeah, some stuff, and yeah. it's gone very smooth. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it was a it's clean. A process. It, yeah, and, and it was not easy, like a clean transition into what it is now because now it's a, now it's two people. You know exactly what you got to do. I know what I have to do. There's right. no 
miscommunication. You know what it is. I know what it is. This is the deadline. Let's make it happen. Now it's a little easier for me. Granted, I am going to have to hire another person here shortly because it's a lot of stuff we're, we're dabbing in and we're working on, which I'm excited for. It's just, right. you know, two-man team. It's cool for a window. Right. Um, but once we start doing more and more things, we're going to have to And see, hire. to me, I can't wait to the point where media, because right now media actually has their own uh, section of the building, right? But I want media to have like 12 or 20 employees be filming in like five rooms at once because that means all that information is being dumped out there about how to do products, how to do business, how to just lay out everything. Which and I think is was was the weirdest thing that I found about you that you like you want to give everybody the recipe. Well to me but then the you more said, information yeah. that uh, the business owner, the consumer has the less questions that we have to answer. So if I can do a lot of videos and answer all the questions that you could ever have, so you could be the first time you ever come to our website, you spend three days binge watching it like Netflix, and then you think that you can make your product and do your business and line everything up, and then when you call us, you already know what you're looking for. That, to me, is worth uh, an infinite amount of money um, that we'll put against it just to make sure that this lines up correctly. Yeah, so when you say it like that, it makes sense. That's oh, yeah. what I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I Because, I mean, it. literally, if we have 1,000 customers or 10,000 customers, they're all getting to the same state of mind with the same questions right. at the same moment, right. right? So I've been in business three months. I'm going to ask this question. I've been in business six months. I got these questions. And it's fine. We love answering those questions. But if I could give you all that information, I was like, that's why we have to start media. Yeah, and, definitely. And media went into the management. And, you know, German being a new manager, there was a lot of learning curve there. Yeah, we did. But the <laughs> amount of information that they're kicking out now, even including this podcast, um, has been great. And, right. and it's just managing your resources. And uh, a lot of people think managing is easy. So that's kind of kind of how this uh, segment ended up. And <laughs> I, I, I tell everybody, I think you should be a manager. Like everybody should try. And a lot of people are like, oh, no, I can never be a manager. I can never do this. If you've done something long enough that you know all the ins and outs and whenever they bring in a, a fill-in manager or a substitute, you're basically telling them what to do, then you should be a manager. Now, if you're horrible talking with people and <laughs> you have high anxiety right. and you're just awkward, inverted, you should not be a manager. No. So then disregard <laughs> my first thought. <laughs> right. Because right. Right. You you, you're the representation of that department or that right. thing. So yeah. it's like, if so, the manager's not approachable, I'm not going to be able to get to nobody else. You should. There's certain people that should be employees and there's certain people that should be managers. I think there's a lot of people, though, that could step up from being an employee and be a good manager, but right. they've just never tried it. Um, so I think a lot of people should at least try it, um, but it's Chiefs and Indians. You know, you got to have a good mix of both. What 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 do you see? Just to end it, like what 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 do you? When do you know a person's right to be a manager? When do you, as a boss, know? To me, is when I have uh, basically a leader that stepped up in the pack. That one is doing the best work in that department and two is actually trying to help everybody else in the department. So they have to understand what they're doing and have that urge to help the rest of the group. Has that worked? Sometimes. Uh, has it failed miserably in others? Absolutely. 
because if you don't have that person who has that mindset to be a manager, it just won't work. They're good. They've been there forever. They know what they're doing. They're horrible working with people and they're just bad managers. It, it happens. But then my job being a manager of the managers is to say, okay, that manager needs to be swapped out and I need to put someone else in that place. Is it ever awkward swapping them out? No, because literally you'll have that conversation. <laughs> hey, you're doing a horrible job. Half your employees can't stand you. And here's where the problem is. I mean, I had one girl that was excellent. She did her job. I'm talking not even, she was doing two times the job of anybody else in the department. I made her a manager and literally her employees were coming into my office every other day. And I would say, she's your manager. You need to go to her. She's your manager. And they go, look, I can't stand her. I'm going to quit because I just can't. It was all her personality. Mm. She just had a horrible personality. Good worker, bad personality. No respect for employees. Talk down to everybody. I mean, she was just a disaster. And literally, that's why I ended up having to get rid of her. But she was a great employee. Just a horrible manager. So you kind of like demote her back to an employee? You never really can. So once someone steps up to a manager, and one, they're making more pay, and they, they have that power, you can never go to them and say, I'm taking the power away from you, and now all of a sudden you need to become cattle. Because it's not in their mindset. I'm not going to take uh, a 5 or $10 an hour pay cut to go be a tech. Um, I'm just going to go find another job. So mm. it may happen. They may take the demotion, and we've had a couple that have happened in the past. But within six months, they're no longer with us. That's what I was going to say. Like, even if a person takes a demotion and they stay there, they're not kinda, happy. Yeah. And so if can, you're not happy, exactly. how are you going to be there for 30 years? They don't really care at that point no more. Can't do it. Man, being a manager is tough, man. Why didn't you tell me this a year and a half ago? <laughs> no one would ever sign up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Well, I think that's all the time we got, man. So I think the um, what we can get from this conversation is being a manager is not easy. But it's fun. I love my department. I think I have the most fun. But I was having fun being a lab tech, so... I think it depends on the person too. I'm, you know, I, I like watching managers grow and watch a department get fulfilled. But on the backside of that, if you have a bad manager going into place, that department will tank. Yeah. So all you have to do is look at the numbers. You know, how quick are you turning employees around? What's their productivity? Um, when you walk into that department, are they smiling? Are they happy? Right. Uh, you know, if they're miserable, their productivity is low in this, you know, you got a management problem. Yeah, man. I mean, it's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, people. Good luck. I know. Good luck being managers out there. It's hard, but you just know I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we out. And you know what I've always wanted to do? What's that? We're out. <laughs> Has anybody seen Josh?